Welcome to Island Watch. Each week, we explore an island by watching a TV show or a movie. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale. Hi, I'm Dave Zark. And I'm Gemma Voss. And you are here with us on the Good Ship Island Watch, the podcast that virtually visits islands all over the world. This week, we are easing back into the new year with a travel show mini episode. All aboard! Our pick to kick off 2021 is a TV show called Travel Man, 48 Hours in Tenerife. It's just one episode of a British series where host Richard Aoyare, he's the travel man, visits a destination for a couple of days. Most of the destinations are continental Europe, but once a season or so, Travel Man visits an island like Iceland or Copenhagen in Denmark. Another time, he met up with John Hamm in Hong Kong for a winter special episode. Richard has a different co-host for each destination, and for the Tenerife trip, he's traveling with writer, director, actor Lena Dunham, likely best known for creating, writing, directing, and starring in the HBO series Girls. Right. John Hamm and Lena Dunham are outliers in this series because mostly the travel man travels with British comedians and actors. His regular journey mates may not be well known in North America, but they are generally the sort of folks that would be pretty fun to take a trip with. Satisfying banter, good sense of humor, and a taste for adventure. So you have the two travelers. They drop into a place for 48 hours. Obviously not during COVID, but because they've been filming the show since 2015, there's a large stock of vicarious travel you can enjoy by viewing these. It's funny, though. I was thinking about it, and this might be the perfect travel show for people who think they love traveling, but maybe don't actually love traveling. How do you mean? Well, Richard, who, by the way, you may know from the great British sitcom The IT Crowd, where he played Maurice Moss, the beloved, bespectacled IT specialist. Ah, Paris. Oh, have you been to Paris, Moss? No. (laughs) I've heard of it. Anyway, Moss, I mean, Richard, comes off like a meta-tourist. Like most people, separated from his normal routines and creature comforts, plonked into the new-to-him reality of another country, he, he sometimes isn't at his best. I don't know if that's accurate or not, whether he's playing a character, sort of like a Stephen Colbert kind of situation, or if he's really showing his true self. But... If you are someone who would like to love traveling, but secretly aren't that crazy about it in the moment, I think this would be a good show for you. I think you'll enjoy it just as much if you love to travel. The show visits unexpected places in each destination. The scenery's interesting, and there's plenty of factoids popping up on the screen to supplement Richard's narration. Richard gives the impression of someone who's read just about every website there is on any given destination, and then delights in reciting those facts to you as you sightsee together. It's intense, but with the right person, and and he's the right person for me, it's pretty funny. The mini break is nothing less than complete submission to ungovernable chaos. But once you leave the house, how the flip can the cat be expected to find food, shelter, and adequate entertainment? In short, once you leave the borders, how in heck can you locate the good shiz? 
but do not unfurl your fiery ire, for I, the waste of vowels, this is Richard Ayuadi, am here to make your short-haul holiday game the stuff of dreams that could one day become anecdotes. It's a barrage of facts and jokes. He calls it factutainment, coming at you in such a rat-a-tat, rat-a-tat delivery that you could get lost. Well, actually, he talked so quickly that we had trouble transcribing what he was saying. Adding to the challenge, as you just heard, he uses plenty of abbreviations. He loves the wordplay. If you are running short on alliteration in your life these days, he's got some doozies for you. Pit stops for pirates. That's how he described the island in the 16th century. And Mount Tede, the third highest volcano in the world, becomes a pit of pumice stone. And he talks about their visit to the island as a Canarian cavort. I like that one. My favorite is at the end of their first day of sightseeing, when he says they're packing it in because their eyes are drunk with dust and data. The point is, this is not your average travel show. The editing and the pacing are rapid fire, and the language and delivery really set it apart. I would not recommend watching this as a wind down at the end of the day. But if you need to boot your brain in the AM and caffeine's not handy, then a blast of travel man could get you moving. This is Travel Without Mercy. Exactly. This is snappy stuff. The trip is just 48 hours. They land, they see some of the more unusual sights of the place, they try a bit of the food, soak in some athleisure, they get in on a bit of nightlife, and boom, back they go. One of the signatures of each show actually comes at the beginning, when he finishes up his intro of the place with the tagline, We're here, but should we have come? It's such a good question, with so many layers to it. Speaking of being here, where are we again, island-wise? We are on Tenerife, which is the largest and most populous of the Canary Islands, an autonomous community in Spain. Just a note, we're using the English pronunciation of the island. In Spanish, it's called Tenerife. The island is about 2,000 square kilometers in size, and its population is approximately 900,000. And we're actually just a couple of hundred kilometers from the African coast, west of Morocco. And we're sort of on a volcano, because Tenerife wouldn't be here without the volcanic eruptions about 12 million years ago. The volcano that you mentioned, Mount Teda, is the third highest volcano in the world. Its peak, at 3,715 meters above sea level, is the highest point on the island. I read that it's the highest point in Spain, and of all Atlantic islands. File that away for your future trivia nights. Yeah. And you can add in that the volcano last erupted in 1909. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and remember that. So, how is the weather? Well, the climate is generally dry and warm. It's at the same latitude as central Florida, with daytime temperatures averaging 18 to 20 degrees Celsius in the winter and 24 to 26 in the summer. It gets lots of sunshine, and there's low precipitation in the coastal areas. Okay, well... Knowing that, it's not surprising that Tenerife is a popular tourist destination. Pre-COVID, the island received nearly 6 million tourists a year. The Canaries as a whole welcomed more than 15 million visitors. The UK is the largest source country of travelers, followed by Germany and Sweden. Now, since January 2020, over 18,000 migrants have arrived from Africa, mainly from Morocco, Mauritania, and Senegal. 
The Canarians are responding in a variety of ways. You can check out articles on our website for more information. So, Richard Aoyade and Lena Dunham, what do we know about our Tenerife travel companions? They make for a very interesting pairing. Usually, Richard has a built-in camaraderie with his various British guests, but Lena is more of a contrast. She's all, wow, and thumbs up, and holy crap, and I'm inspired. And Richard ranges from, this has been extraordinary, to... I feel we could have done this by watching YouTube clips. At one point, they're tasting a Tenerife specialty coffee called a Barraquito. Lena's enthusing over hers, calling it, gosh darn delightful. And then Richard notes, it's good. (laughs) I I do like that. Okay, it is a funny pairing. It's not chalk and cheese, though. It's more like a grilled cheese with mojo sauce, which is actually a fantastically tasty Tenerife combination that they likely ate at one of the islands Huachinche. I'm not going to lie to you, Richard. I'm pretty hungry. Yes. Well, we need Huachinche. What's a Huachinche? What do you mean, what's a Huachinche? Huachinche is a kind of pop-up tavern, and they serve food. Rustic fare to people like us pretending to be authentic. Alrighty. Gemma, I'm guessing you have a recipe for that grilled cheese with mojo sauce on our website. You know it. Come and visit and virtually feast. Now, back to Richard and Lena. One of the things they have in common is they're both writers, they're both actors, they're both directors. Most recently, Lena's getting a ton of buzz for directing the first episode of the new drama called Industry, which is an HBO BBC series set on the trading floor of a British investment bank. Lena describes it as Melrose Place meets the Wolf of Wall Street. And it's getting rave reviews. And on this Travel Man episode, it feels like they both bring that director eye to creating scenes here on Tenerife. They do range all over the island. Mount Teda, Awachinche, a whale and dolphin watching tour, just to name a few. My two favorites are their night stargazing and their golf game, of all things. Okay, their golf lesson and time on the links, they all feel like a perfect set piece out of a movie, from the costuming to the mini story arc. I'm so pleased you reminded me to pack my complete orange and white golf outfit. It was excellent that you already possessed this. I I, know! I just went via a cliche shop and picked this up, so... (laughs) Sometimes it feels like the island is just there as a backdrop for their chatter. Like on other Travel Man episodes, it can sometimes feel like the two are willfully misunderstanding the place and even the people. With Richard and Lena, they can also be on the snarky side, but it's just as likely to be about themselves as it is about anything they're experiencing. By way of additional gut punch, we've summoned forth Morcia Dulce, or sweet blood sausage. Mm. It's got the texture of innards. Do you like the taste of it? I don't mind it. I wouldn't seek it out. Here's the thing for me. Blood pudding is just a stop, no, we don't go any further. It's a hard no. It's a hard no. Blood pudding is something like a jazzercise class or a Dave Matthews Band concert that I've been able to avoid for 30 years, and I'm not stopping now. While it's good to be open to trying new things, 
I can understand that for a lot of people, there, there are certain kinds of foods that are a no-go. I wouldn't want to try the blood sausage either. But in the end, it's interesting to watch this pair travel, and in the end, well, maybe it's best in their words. How can we distinguish between the many high points? I love the spirit and energy of the people of Tenerife. Yes. Who are honestly some of the friendliest people I've ever met. Stargazing was amazing. I'm yes. from New York City. I've never seen things like that. I loved the wine straight from the bottle, so fresh at the Watch in Jay. Yes, although you could have done that at any corner shop. But there was a spirit to the Yes, break. there was. Coming into this, we didn't know each other. We did not. Different cultures. Sure. Different attitudes. Partially. Do you feel like we came together as a unit in a strong way? I feel there's a very good body cop film here. I think so too. It's, it's probably set in the back office and we're not allowed in the field. Who's the good cop and who's the bad cop? I think we both just have issues with respiration. <laughs> Time for ratings. Here at Island Watch, we give each watch two different ratings. First, our island rating, which answers the question, how much of an island visit do we feel from this island watch? Well, I think there are some beautiful moments in the show. It's kind of weird, but my favorite was the stargazing scene where all you could make out was the sand at their feet and the crazily beautiful dark sky full of stars. You don't really see the island in that shot so much as sense it, but I, I wanted to go there right away. And the rest of the show has some ocean views uh, spilling down from the golf greens or when they visit a creative art installation on a breakwater. Even when they're sitting outside at the Huachinche, there's island in the air. So I'm giving this a toes in the sand rating, a four out of five. For me, it was very clear through the whole show that they visited this place to experience an island. I enjoyed viewing the range of activities that they did during their short stay. I learned quite a bit about Tenerife. I'll also give it a toes in the sand rating. Four out of five. Now, Gemma, how do you feel about recommending Travel Man to a friend? I'd say for the right friend, in the right mood, it's perfect. It's a fizzy pick-me-up. It's a show that you can engage with and that will either get you all fired up to go to that destination or just enjoy the vicarious pleasure of seeing a place from the comforts of your very well-worn couch. So I'm going to give this a 4 out of 5 star rating. It's entertaining and informative. A good way to pass a half hour. I'll give it 3.5 stars out of 5. Now it's almost time to drop the mooring and go, but first we want to announce that for this, our second season, we'll be releasing new episodes every two weeks. To be sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe to our podcast for free by visiting us at islandwatchpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at islandwatchcast. Send us an email. Our address is islandwatchpodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to visit our website for show notes and more at islandwatchpodcast.com. Fair winds and calm seas.
This has been a production of Phosphine League. Phosphine League. Phosphine League. Phosphine League. This has been great. Let's shake on it like businessmen. Yeah. See you back on the putting green, yes. sir. Yes, and I like those figures that you've mentioned back then, and I will invest. Yeah.